0: who makes you uncomfortable, every one of those faces reveal God. We have to remember our past and recount the things that God has done for us. And then that gives us faith to keep going to where he wants us to be.
1: Guys, welcome back to the Anson's Podcast. I'm Blaine. And I'm Sam. And what's the news tonight, Blaine? Because you've got your anchorman voice going. Tonight, around the world, humans are rebelling against God and partnering with foul spirits in an attempt to get on the throne of God. This is the cause of much of the ruin you see on the news. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, but what, uh, what Sorcerers does San Diego mean? and dark enchanters are oh, using my. the ability of human beings to create spiritual effects what? to shape the world according to their interests.
0: I always thought I wanted to live in a fantasy, but These I assumed I did... These people are your
1: enemy, but you still have to love them and hope that they... Repent.
0: See, I never thought I would be one of the crowd when it came to the epic fantasy. I thought it'd be like, you know, you be the like guy the in the billion who, like, gets the manifest, the magic powers and is, you know.
1: I always think I'm the person in the crowd. Yesterday really? I was driving, and all of a sudden, out of this derelict gas station, these three pristine, identical, uh, with no markers on them, Brand new Sprinter vans, just like, raced out of the parking lot in a convoy and like cut into traffic and wove together over the highway. And they I was all like, black? no, they were white. I was looking at them and I was like, there goes the main character of some sweet heist movie. And you know, here's Honda CRV asshole who's like <laughs> gonna, gonna get the cutaway shot of like looking out his window. Like, I wonder what's going on there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's your whole life in the great stories. <laughs> yeah, you yeah.
1: got a cameo.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Guys, last week we talked about uh, resiliency, discipline, and ways that we've been seeing the world around us, our our friends, both of them, all two of those people that we know, entering a new season of of ask and of risk and of challenge and speculating into what cultivating resiliency looks like in partnership with Jesus. So like, what a what a great topic. And I think there was a lot last week to like stir things up. And I think this week, hopefully we'll be offering some practical ways that we've been experiencing uh, maybe fractional growth in that area. You know, I'm, I'm basically... Whatever it took to get me from 99% awesome at it all the way up to 100. You know, there wasn't a whole lot of a gap there for me, but I think I've managed to close it and I'm 100% great at this now.
1: Yeah, me too. Roll outro. Here's where I'd like to start. Being with God is the only thing that satisfies the human heart. And so... Uh, I guess now we really can really outro. Experiencing. These are things that I'm saying because like it's in the Bible and then, you know, the testimony of men and women through the ages comes down to me telling me this and then slowly and, and uh, I'm going to use the word stochastically, sporadically, I believe it, mm. but they're like being with God is the thing that satisfies your heart getting to see Jesus, getting to be around him, you are made to be partners. Mm. And so it's really interesting, uh, but it would follow that uh, maybe the core dimension of having the favor of God is getting to be with God. But I have hung my hopes on outcomes Mm -hmm. and I read the favor of God as getting things that do nothing to satisfy my soul.
0: (laughs) No, 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 no. Shh. Let's not look too closely at those things. (laughs) Susie and I just spent some time in uh, Minnesota. uh, Maybe, maybe we're keeping that in from the episode a while ago. That was a live stream, and so you already knew that. But uh, on our way back, we had both made lists of new ideas of what success meant to us, new things that we were like really putting our hearts in, one of which was a a wet sauna. So we've got this project idea for the side of our house. Oh, yeah, happiness. And it is. It's like, if God really loves me, then I will have this. Well, how about let's change the first half of that sentence to, I'm feeling so tapped these days. I keep forgetting to bring the papers uh, home that Susie asked me to print so i'll print them and then i'll leave them on my desk and put my keys on top of them so i don't forget and i'll still forget them and i have this sense of like i i made across the finish line because i made it to 10 o'clock and everybody in my immediate family is alive i can't i can't control everybody like that's what it feels like and so Maybe let's change that sentence about the wet sauna from if God really loves me, we'll change it to I would be more resilient. I would be more well if I had these things, if my minivan wasn't giving me some kind of light show with what's going on the dashboard hey the check engine and vsc lights are on now they're off and you can use cruise control again but we don't we are not going to tell you for how long it's going to last because oh they're back on again up oh, now they're off <laughs> i feel like you dun, why dun, are you dun, using dun, dun, my dun, 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 story yeah. dun, dun. no it's my literally that was happening on my oh, road seriously? trip did you not know because you
1: know my car's in the shop right now well i, I did know that but because you dropped me off
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I was aware i wasn't out totally out of my mind at that moment <gasps> but then it feels like oh if i had a more reliable vehicle you know if I had if I had a new Tesla, for instance, it's not even a new more reliable vehicle. Like I want a, a nice car, truck. Definitely.
1: Yeah. Oh man. Why do, I have had, to, why do you have to say the? If T word? I had an Aston
0: Martin, then I would actually be more resilient, right? Like we begin doing that that piece. And what I've noticed from our conversation last week and and already in this week is it feels like when something is going to be more aligned with reality and truth, it's going to be more complicated and it's going to be able to carry oh. both sides of something that we would like to be more polarized. And we talked about discipline and self-care and how those can feel really different. One can feel really brittle. One can feel really squishy. And I would, I'm would, i inclined to guess that reality and the answer of this might be a much more difficult balancing act and experiencing of yes, yes to discipline, yes to having the ability to do hard work and go back into the task and to create spaces within which things can flourish, but also yes to the care and to, the, and to the flexibility and to the ability to see a need and not miss it because you're just marching to the beat of the drum. And this is the way we're going to get through the day. Like yes. that, that actually sounds way more difficult and it would be on the one hand, it would be much more simple to go no it's just discipline no it's just my self-care or it's just the wet sauna like all of these things end up being this i I want it to be one card of a deck not 52 cards and, and be okay right thinking the eight of clubs sounds fairly decent right now i don't know
1: why wow that's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody out there is so going to tell me specific. what that means. It's good improv. No, I don't tell Sam what that means, all y'all. <laughs> don't tell me anything. No, really I don't. What anything I mean, means. Listen, we're going to get right back around to sorcerers. I don't want to hear
0: from you. Oh, really? We're going to work our way back to sorcerers? I hope By not. the by, if anybody has a wet sauna they're not using, I will drive into anywhere in the country to come get this sauna. I need
1: you. you to say sauna from now on.
0: I for sure will never. Even
1: though both are correct
0: both it's, are correct, then I'm going to go with the one that makes me sound not
1: pretentious. It's just that... I, did,
0: I got enough reasons for people to hate me, Blaine. Look gotta, at this stash. You, I mean,
1: come on. You got to care for words in an age of lies and sauna. So just please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> take me back to Wizards, I guess. Huh? I'm not going to take you back to Wizards. I'm going to take you back... never left us. Uh, I'm going to keep coming back to this core theme of I have that same list. And it's a moving target every single day. Yeah. And yet what I have is the admonishment, the warning, the news of the ages going, partnering with Jesus, being with God satisfies your soul. If you work hard apart from God, you will lose heart and you will become less compassionate. And you will succeed, actually. Hmm. Uh, Often. Now, there are not guarantees, but over time, sure. And yet, I think that most of us know people who are like this. And I think that because most people learn the importance of work over the course of their lives, most older people are accused of being heartless in this way because they've learned the lesson that you just need to keep trying. Hmm. But it doesn't usually have uh, a lot of compassion and care in it, and that's a huge failure. But this whole outcomes versus life with God thing, I, I was thinking as we were talking of two pictures and wanting to ask myself, wanting to ask my own heart to respond to these pictures and go, let's imagine a really simple task, doing an oil change on a car. Let's say your car needs an oil change. Yeah.
0: And Speaking of which, my driveway still looks a little eh from the last <laughs> time you uh, needed a driveway to stain that wasn't yours.
1: Yeah, that was funny. It was, <laughs> it was like the – that was a classic life where it was, I actually need you to wa- watch my kid while I change the oil in my car because I just had a baby and he's not sleeping. And sorry, I stained your driveway. That's okay. I forgive I, you. I offered to come over and pour toxic chemicals on your driveway, but you said no.
0: Yeah. Who can say who can say no to an <laughs> offer like that?
1: Uh, two pictures. Oil change. And go, hey, uh, in the one, you are by yourself. But you go out, you pop the hood, mastery, and it goes totally smoothly. You, you know, you do everything right, drain the oil, pour it, you have the tools that you need, you throw on the new filter, wipe off your hands, done, and go. Yeah, 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 but I'm going to tell you right now, none of the people that you want to love you for being good at things love you for the mastery you just exhibited. And let's contrast that story with now there are two people, and one of them is Jesus. And they, they go out, and as you begin to work on the car, the intake manifold, let's say, just a part of the engine just falls off somehow. Did this happen to you? Maybe. Okay. I'm <laughs> sounding oddly specific here. Uh, and yet, as you watch these two people, one of whom is Jesus, they really don't mind. Because they kind of like a day that's solving problems together. Mm. And... They you know, begin to finagle it, and then they kind of scratch their chins and realize, ah, we're going to have to run to the store. And uh, they come back, and they've got the tools that they need, and they start working. And, they're, and what you end up watching is it takes the second two all day. Uh, and by the end of the day, like they're coming in dirty. Uh, they're coming in strictly sweat. The, the lawn is not mowed. The other work did not get done. But they're really happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there is just there's there is the satisfaction not only of work, but of work with a friend mm-hmm. as they're coming in to wash their hands and see what they can do to help get dinner on the table.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: My soul responds to the second image with yeah, yeah. longing, right? Right. Yeah, because I
0: I never like inconvenience and disruption and things not going the way that they were supposed to go and yet when a whole day goes as it's supposed to nothing goes wrong i'm I'm almost just less engaged because it's like oh that was great this happened and this happened and this happened and everything went perfectly and i i can see that story where i just move through the day and i'm not it's weird, right? Like when, when things go well, I'm actually paying less attention, which is a bummer. Um yikes. And too real. Yeah. So this the second story that you're naming of it feels dynamic, it feels engaged, and it feels unrufflable, which is a a word that Susie and I like. We, it's it's a characteristic that we want about ourselves. like so anybody could come over and share anything with you and you would not fall to pieces. You have this like stability to yourself and to your understanding of people and relationships where you it takes a lot to ruffle your feathers. You are someone who has an understanding of the world that you can go, yeah, there's there's space to. You. are you coming over to share that you'd had a bad breakup? like, I'm so sorry, but let's engage it. I'm not gonna freak out oh you have a teen pregnancy oh something just really tragic happens like I don't it's not just I'm I'm willing I'm I'm buoyed by positive news I can handle these things and I like that I'm working on it it's not like perfect because you know the news really would like to test that (laughs) unruffability by the minute I think so as you point to that second story that I, I think is where you're wanting to land in this season of There's a lot going on, feeling totally maxed. And actually, a day where you could kind of not pay attention sounds relaxing. A day where there wasn't a crisis. Sounds like, oh, that would be the first one in a long time. And yet, you're wanting that second story of relaxed, unruffled engagement, partnering with Jesus. Am I putting words in your mouth? Yes, you are. No, you're nailing it. So what are... You know, wanting wanting this to be in a place of like, what are ways, what are really specific ways that
1: you are practicing that and cultivating that these days? Great question. The answer is, you must choose it. So the practices that help me to engage God being with me in the middle of hard work are mandatory. Being alone does not make you <laughs> does not make you happy. Shutting down your heart is not a good long-term solution to be resilient. Working with God and making choices to engage God being with you, Jesus being with you, I I really believe is the goal of this season. And so, uh, a practice. A couple of weeks ago, we did a little imaginative prayer exercise of uh, you get where you're going and the Father is there. Uh, we're, gonna, we're going to do another one that has been really, really important on engaging, taking hold of with your imagination, Jesus being with you. Where life is requiring a lot from you right now. So sounds good. This yeah, all right, here we go. Uh, this is how it works. Uh, you can do this while you're driving. don't shut your eyes. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. But uh, this would this would actually be a great thing to do uh, somewhere at kind of the inflection points of the day, the beginning, the middle, or the end of the day just to return your heart to the reality of God being with you. And what I found is helpful is, you know, start, start by slowing down. It will help you to enter the present moment, to engage your body. Go ahead and do the full body scan of start with your feet, uh, get them set, on the floor, on the surface of wherever you are, and then pay attention to the texture that your feet are feeling right now. So pay attention to the way uh, your bare feet or your feet in socks feel, and do they hurt? And work your way up. Work your way up your legs. Pay attention to how your knees feel at this point in the day. Pay attention to how your hips feel. Go all the way up through your gut and... When you, if you get to a place that hurts, lingle, linger there for a second uh, uh, before you move on and kind of go, okay, I'm, I'm coming into the present moment to be with God. I'm coming through my hands and elbows and shoulders and head. And then uh, ask God to bring to mind, to pick one of the many areas of your life that's taking a lot of your time now i think of a few that right away the areas that start popping up are my son who is having a hard time sleeping right now so he's up a lot and it's uh he's because he's sick and going man i i didn't into uh my son being up in the middle of the night and holding him or i think of the dog that needs training or i think of the kitchen that's dirty, or I think of a project at work, but find one. I'm going to go with a son who's not sleeping here. And uh, when you've found that project, go there in your imagination. Uh, And then God is with you. So look around with the eyes of your heart to see where is Jesus in the room? He's going to be somewhere. Is he standing? Is he sitting? Is he leaning against the wall? Uh, When I see Jesus in this moment, I see him leaning over my son's bed, being really attentive to my son with a hand on his back. And then, in the eyes of your heart, engage What does Jesus feel like, like you did with the Father? What is his energy like? Is he stressed? Is he relaxed? What is he paying attention to? And then when he looks up to look at you, what does his face look like? What does his eyes look like? And if you were to describe the message that's in his face, what is he saying to you right there in the middle of the work that's taking so much from you right now? And then let your body, let your heart respond. Let your body respond. Let your body respond how it feels uh, to have Jesus, your brother and teammate, be in the work with you. He is not going to leave at any point in this project. He is here until the work is done. And let the relaxation of that come into your body, come into your soul. And for a few moments, let your heart imprint on the reality that Jesus is working with you. Let that reality kind of begin to fill you and characterize the room where you work and characterize the project that you're working on and and let the sentence, we're doing this together, literally fill the scene, fill that we are doing this together. Uh, So... Lock eyes again. See if you can look in the face of Jesus, your teammate, uh, and share the look that only two guys in a foxhole or two people working on a project share. Uh, the, the communion of men or men and women or women working together and then tune back in to where you are working on trying on a regular basis to have your soul engage the reality that you are actually working in the season you're working in with God.